Good morning, listeners. Welcome back to Big Brain Boys, the podcast for the boys that want to get big brains. Now today, we're going to be talking about something special, something dear to my heart, and how it relates to the future. This is food. I love food as probably as much as you do. I need it in my everyday life. And today, we're going to be talking about the future of food. What are we talking about today? We're talking about GMOs. And what is a GMO? It is a genetically modified organism. These are in our everyday lives. You go to the store and you buy corn, 90% of corn in America is genetically modified. You probably bought some corn that has GMOs in it. Now, what is a GMO again? What does genetically modified organism mean? It means that you go into the DNA, the roots of an object or an item, and you change it with science. You take the DNA, You put different kinds of DNA in there, it changes the product and what it is. Now, the really cool benefits of GMOs is actually changing the literal product. From Josh Schnallwald's Engineering the Future of Food, it talks about making a tomato, and it talks about taking it and changing the flavor. It says, quote, Genetic engineering could not only bring us the tomato of our childhood dreams, but also remake the taste of the tomato, tailored to our every desire, end quote. It then proceeds to talk about, you know, making sweet potatoes for the Chicago palate or acidic tomatoes for the New Jersey palate. And that is really, really cool that we can take something, change the taste. Now, another benefit of it that is probably of a little bit more importance is the fact that we can change the nutritional value of it. We can create quote unquote superfoods. An example of this is found in the article And it reads, quote, according to the World Health Organization, 250 million children worldwide, mostly in the developing world, have diets lacking vitamin A. Between a quarter and half a million of these children go blind every year. Yet, there is a crop developed more than 13 years ago that is fortified with vitamin A compounds. If children are unable to get vitamin A from other protein sources, simply eat this crop. They will not go blind and die. It is named golden rice because of its yellowish hue and every health organization in the world has declared it to be safe to eat." End quote. It proceeds to talk about how this golden rice was not bred through traditional means and how it's genetically modified, right? It was made in the lab. But because it's a Franken food, people furiously oppose it. Now, as I just mentioned, there are people that don't enjoy GMOs. They don't like them, right? Now let's dive into why. There's some unethical things about GMOs. They harm the environment with regards to birds and insects eating the products of GMOs in them and then dying, right? That doesn't happen all the time, but that has happened in the past. That's unethical. It also drives traditional farming out of the market because people that use GMOs have a competitive advantage. So they drive them out of the market and that's unethical as well. But the biggest argument that people like to make is that GMOs are bad for you, right? They harm your body. And looking through all these scientific sources that I have, none of their research concludes that they harm your body. It's actually quite the opposite. The research from these articles proves that it does not harm your body and that it actually does really good things for it, like that rice, right? They did research by giving it to these kids and it had a lot of vitamin A in it, they ate it, You know, they aren't going blind, they aren't dying, and they had no unhealthy benefits to it. Um, Now, the bias on these sources, all of them are pro-GMOs. They have a pro-GMO bias. 
So that's why, you know, they aren't saying anything bad about them. But their pro-GMO bias come through research, so it's credible. So overall, GMOs are a good thing. They're 100% a good thing. And I believe that we should continue to develop them. I believe that we should develop them and just continue to use them to help, you know, the world, to help feed people that don't have food, to more efficiently grow crops, to help people get the nutrients that they need if they can't usually get it in a typical diet. You can modify the food so that it can, it can help them. Keep all this in mind about GMOs as I tell you a story. A book that I've been reading recently was Frankenstein, and in this story, a man created a monster. He does so through the means of chemistry and science, and he, in a way, genetically engineered this being and brought it to life. In doing so, he artificially created something that usually naturally occurs. This creation was stronger, faster, and more resilient than your natural human. Does this sound familiar? Yes. Yes, it does. Because this, in essence, is what GMOs are. They are naturally or they are something that naturally was occurring that is now artificially created through science that is typically better than the natural product. In Frankenstein, the biggest problem is, or one of the biggest problems is the fact that the monster is neglected. The monster is forgotten by his creator. The monster says, quote, if I cannot inspire love, I will cause fear, end quote. This shows that, you know, he wasn't loved, so he's gonna cause fear instead. Why would he give you love? You know, he essentially went from a good guy to a bad guy. He started off benevolent and curious and ended up killing people because he was neglected. He says, quote, I was benevolent and good. Misery made me a fiend. Make me happy and I shall be virtuous, end quote. Likewise, with GMOs, it's a similar story. They're likely harmless to the body at the moment and are mainly beneficial. But if GMOs get neglected, they aren't a close eye being kept on them. As we continue to develop them, it could end up killing people. It's a dangerous game. You don't know what's gonna happen when you mess with genes and you mess with DNA. When you genetically modify things, it can be a dangerous game. We see that in Frankenstein. But under safe watch, careful steps in the development process of GMOs, I can see the world becoming a better place. I can see world hunger being solved because GMOs can make products more efficient. And I can see the nutritional value of things going up and people being able to get vitamins and nutrients that they normally wouldn't be able to. I can see the whole world becoming a better place. And I can see the author, Miss Schelling <laughs> of Frankenstein, also agreeing with my standpoint that, you know, in Frankenstein, he was naturally good, but because he was neglected, he turned bad. So I think that she would agree with me that GMOs are naturally good as long as they're kept close eye under, they can remain good.